On this week's episode of the Savvy Stylist Podcast, we have a special guest, Ms. LaShonda Michelle. LaShonda is a hairstylist that specializes in braiding. She became licensed just over two years ago. And in that time, God has birthed in her purpose and clarity that has helped her to expand her business and to touch the lives of many women. Let's get into this episode and hear what LaShonda has for us today. This week's episode is brought to you by the Savvy Stylist Society, an online community for passionate hairstylists that want to book more clients and make more money. Doors for our May 2022 membership will be opening soon. Go to the SavvyStylistPodcast.com to register for the waitlist and be the first to know when you can sign up. Welcome to the Savvy Stylist Podcast. I'm Cherie Marie, hairstylist, salon owner, and hairstylist business coach. I help passionate hairstylists up their professionalism, improve their systems, and attract high-ticket clients. Every week, I'll share with you tips, stories, and strategies that will help you grow your beauty business, increase your business savviness, and shift your mindset. Ready to become a savvy stylist? Let's get to it. Welcome, 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 LaShonda. Thank you for joining us on the Savvy Stylist Podcast. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, it is morning where you are. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> yes, the afternoon it for me, for me, but yes. I'm still feeling a little of the morning bug though. Mm-hmm. So tell us about how you became a hairstylist. What was your journey like to becoming a hairstylist? Oh, okay. So Um, My journey of being a hairstylist actually started when I was like eight years old. I remember being in the bathroom with my mom and her favorite hairstyle for me was bangs. Okay. And I just got to this place where I had seen her do my hair enough times. I had started practicing on my Barbie dolls and maybe some of my little friends and even on myself. And I just asked her, I'm like, I want to do my own hair. Can I do my own hair? And it wasn't until my dad actually said, let her do her own hair, that my mom was like, okay, I'm gonna let her do her own hair. So ever since I was eight years old, I've tried so many different styles on myself. And as I began to go into like high school and college, I started to do my friends hair where I started to make a little bit of money, you know, doing hair Mm -hmm. and honestly, just always love connecting with women. It's always been in me ever since I was that young girl just hearing their stories, being able to provide a service for them where you feel good. So that's how my journey started. And now I do braiding mainly full time at a salon here in Chicago. And I've met so many awesome women in the past two years of being at the salon. And I've been braiding for the past six years professionally. So that's my journey. Okay. Okay, cool. Cool. So you are primarily a braider. So your niche Mm -hmm. is braiding. Did you always, were you always in that braiding lane or was that something that you just kind of stumbled into? Honestly, really something I stumbled into. So going a little bit back into my hairstylist journey, I actually went to college, graduated in 2013 with, what was it, a major in textiles, apparel, and merchandising, a minor in business administration. So I actually went into retail for about five years. And while I was in retail, that creative bug and 
really expressing myself never stopped. So I started to do hair on the side, which was primarily braiding. I would do it on Saturdays and Sundays just to make some extra money, get my creative like outlet going. And once I began to see how much I actually enjoyed it more professionally, because before, like I said, I was just kind of doing my friend's hair when we went to a party or when we went out or what have Mm -hmm. you. And once I started doing it while I was working, I'm like, you know what? I think I can actually make a living off of this. I can see myself doing this full time because that was always a dream of mine to have like a salon and and really have clients and and do this thing full time. So I quit retail back in 2018. I went to hair school at Paul Mitchell, graduated. And then that's when I started at the salon. And the braiding never stopped for me. You know, although I went to Paul Mitchell thinking that I would start doing color and all the things, you know, it just took too long for me, honestly. (laughs) And I know braids take long too, but it's just a different way that I just kind of got used to utilizing my hands and having more of that one-on-one connection with the client versus multiple clients where you can see, you know, when you're doing more of color and silk presses and things of that nature. So, yeah. Yeah. You actually just said something that I noticed we have in common. When I was in college, I majored in, it used to be called merchandising management and then they changed it to retail, but I Mm. took classes in textile and it's just typically most hairstylists that I've talked to and even like talking to you, we have that creative background, you know, that desire to help, not necessarily just women, but people, but help them transform into that beautiful person. And I can see that in you, even just from following you on social media, you have a great sense of style. I was actually looking at your page recently because I'm trying to redo my wardrobe and you're a tall girl and I'm a tall girl. So I was looking at your page, like at your jeans, because, you know, it's so Uh hard to find jeans that are long enough. Um, So it's just, it's, (laughs) it's funny that you were in the, the textile retail industry. And so was I. Small world, I guess. Yeah. 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 And honestly, those two things can go hand in hand. Like you said, just really helping women to feel good about themselves, you know, both fashion and the beauty industry. That's really what it's about, you know, Mm -hmm. being able to express yourself through different clothing items, through different hairstyles. And we see women in so many of their moments, like before their wedding, before their birthday, before you know, they might be going to a funeral. So again, helping them to get in maybe that mindset of the event that they're going to or something that they may have going on in their lives, we really do play a huge role in that, you Mm -hmm. know, and you get so much joy from that. I know that I do, and I'm sure you do as well, um, being able to connect with your clients in that way. So yeah. Yeah. And I want to also piggyback on you saying like you chose to kind of stick with braiding because you you liked spending that one on one time with clients. Yes, color is a little creative, but braiding takes a little longer. But you have that longer time to really talk and connect with your clients. And you and I both know as hairstylists, our clients, they come in with a lot of the issues that they're dealing with, relationship issues, marriage issues, things with their kids, all kind of things they talk to us about. And I know from watching you on social media and talking to you before that you have a very strong relationship with God. And it seems like God is the foundation of your business. 
So how do you navigate that godly relationship you have and bringing that into your business and connecting with your clients on a godly level? Mm -hmm. Wow, that's an awesome question. Well, to even go back to how my journey with God started, it started during the pandemic back in 2020. I had just got into the salon maybe for about two months. And of course, quarantine happened, you know, with, with the pandemic and everything. So we were shut down for three months. And as you know, being a hairstylist, our are so go, 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 booking clients, you are marketing your business, you are answering emails, you are answering text messages. So a lot of that time is spent in, in hustle mode and go mode. And for I know so many of us, that was the first time that we got a chance to like sit down and really see what am I doing in my life? You know, where are my relationships? Where am I in my business? Where am I in myself? You know, who am I? And again, for me, that was the first time that I was able to really sit down in my adulthood, in my career and be like, okay, God, who are you? You know, Mm. who are you to me? And what is my true identity outside of what I do for a living, outside of maybe some of the accolades or the degrees that I have? Who am I to you? And then how do you want to use me to help people? Mm. Because as a hairstylist, you do get that opportunity, like you said, whether you're doing braids or color or silk presses or a cut, you have that pivotal time to connect with your client in a deeper way, whether it is sharing the good news about who Jesus is and about how he saved your life, if it pertains to where that person is in their walk, or if it's just like, hey, girl, what you got going on and being that listening ear for them, because a lot of people don't have that. Like you said, they too live busy lives. And that's the first time that they get to like unwind and sit down and and really talk about maybe where they are. So again, it wasn't until that point where I came back to Christ, number one, and then just seeing my story and how he's healed me as a way to reach and really connect with other women on a deeper level that I never thought about before. I was thinking about the money and how can I grow and not Mm -hmm. how I can make a difference in somebody else's life. So yeah. So yes, that is a beautiful story about how you built your own relationship with God first, really. And then you're able to communicate with your clients talking about God as well. And then we do have a huge impact on clients in the transformation process. And then even with the things that they go through on a regular basis and they come to us and they talk and just share stories. And it's easy to fall into that gossiping lane. and It's been difficult at times for me not to fall into that lane, but I always have to bring it back in and say, Lord, what would you have me to say to this person? Use me, as you were saying, like use me as I'm working behind the chair. And I know that you have a organization that you've started, Reconstruct Her. Tell us about Reconstruct Her. So Reconstruct Her started off as just a podcast. Again, during the pandemic, God just revealing to me that he wanted to use my voice. He wanted to use Mm. my story. And I always felt like I wanted to do a podcast because I've always loved to talk. Okay. And (laughs) I've also always loved to connect with people. And I'm like, why not? 
So one day God had me write down a list of different titles and I didn't know what it was going to be for, but I'm like, okay, God, I trust you. And I think that's the biggest thing about anything that he has us to do is really trusting him and walking in that obedience. Like you said, even down to a client, like, Hey God, this person is going through this. What do you want me to say to them? Mm-hmm. Not what do I want to say? How do I want to, you know, project my feelings or my past or what I think onto them, but really submitting to the Lord. And it's like, this is your daughter. Like, what do you want me to say to her? If anything, but going back to the podcast, on my podcast, I just speak about my journey of coming back to Christ and really finding out who I am as a woman, as a means to encourage other women on their journey, whether they are a hairstylist, a barber, esthetician, a doctor, a lawyer. And when you talk about like bringing God into your business, you know, he has us everywhere. Women of God, he has us everywhere because so many people need love. So many people need help. And what better way than to have that representative here on the earth for people that we can't touch him. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. we can express our love and his love through one another. So that's what the podcast is about. And from there, I've started a community. I've also started coaching women more one-on-one to help them And what they feel their God-given purpose is and really just helping them walk in it confidently. So it's been quite a journey. I had no idea that this would be something that I would be doing just two years later of not knowing how I was going to pay my bills, not being able to work at the salon. And to now see just how far God has brought me in that process has been really amazing. Yeah. And in such a short period of time, because 2020, that was just two years ago and you've become licensed, started working in a salon, had to go back home because of the pandemic. And during that quarantine time, you birthed or God birthed in you reconstruct her. And I think or what I'm noticing is that for a lot of us, 2020, despite everything that happened, it was almost like a year of clarity, Mm -hmm. a year of like, it's, it's just funny to me how that whole 2020 vision, like we all came out of it. Most of us came out of it with a vision to pursue mm. something else or to pivot or to focus more on family, whatever it is. We all came out with something new, something mm-hmm. new. And one thing I want to ask you about is, OK, so you graduated from beauty school, started in a salon and your reconstructor is kind of off the path of being a hairstylist. And we hear Mm -hmm. so much about, you know, staying in your niche or or doing this and that in hair, but you had the confidence to go another way, but you're still working your hairstyling (laughs) business and you're still growing and building. How are you able to maintain the two? Like, is it overwhelming for you to have basically two different businesses, essentially? Mm -hmm. How is that working for you? Girl. Honestly, just having one business is a lot. You know what I mean? To put yourself in more of that entrepreneur role where it's all on you. It's up to you whether your clients are seeing your content, if you are booking new clients, if you are putting yourself out there, if you are communicating properly. And like you said, it was definitely hard to do both. But I think even recently, God is starting to show me how I can do both because that was primarily the reason why I wanted to work for myself. I wanted to be an entrepreneur because I felt like he put so many gifts and talents 
inside of me that I didn't want to sit on anymore. I knew that I was made for more than just what I was doing in retail. I'm like, I'm not saving any, anybody's life or I'm not really making a difference mm-hmm. at that stage of my life. But I also had so many more things to learn before I could be the woman that I am today. And with everything that we go through, the different businesses that we may start, the different relationships that we may go through, the different clients that we have, it's all building up a testimony and a story to be used when that person does sit in your chair or when you do meet someone new or when something does happen and you need something to reflect on like, okay, God, you helped me in that situation. Now I know you're going to help me in this next business. So me just really trusting him again, three months of not working, not knowing how it's going to be when I came back into the salon, because all of us, we never wore masks, you know, styling a client. Mm-hmm, we never mm-hmm. had to move a mask out of the way while we washing hair or braiding or adding gel. So it was really stepping into the unknown. But like you said, God gave so many people that clarity and that vision. And we have to really trust him, mm-hmm. you know, in going into the unknown. So that's really what starting a business looks like is just trusting him. You said that I would do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to believe you for this and I'm going to walk in it, you know? So I really feel like every single thing that we go through is just a setup for the next thing, the next level of what he has for us. Yes, 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 it is. It really is a setup for the next level because we should all be growing. We should all be evolving, especially in business. And you have to be faithful and you have to be open-minded and and have that ear tuned into the spirit to know, okay, it's time for me to move. It's time for mm. me to up level. It's time for me to do the next thing, you know? And I've been talking to a lot of new hairstylists because I'm a salon owner. You know, people reach out about working at the salon and most of them have been new. So I'm actually leaning into that next step right now. Mm. But I want to ask you, what is some advice you can give to new hairstylists? Because you said you you touched on something that's very important, leaning into the unknown. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are afraid to service clients, really. They're afraid mm-hmm. to start, just put themselves out there and start building their clientele. And like you said, you have to lean into the unknown and you have to know who you are and whose you are as well. Mm-hmm. What is some advice you can give to new hairstylists about leaning into the unknown and growing? Mm. (laughs) First and foremost, just know that it's going to take time. Mm -hmm. You know, if you are just coming out of hair school and you maybe don't have that much experience, it's going to take time. You know, for me, like I said, I had already been building up my clientele before I went to hair school for about like two years or so before I actually went to hair school. And it made it a bit easier, you know, coming out of school and going into the salon, already having that clientele. But again, I was in a new city, you know, before coming to downtown, I was out in the suburbs, you know, working out of my home part time. So even that, really understanding how hashtags work, how word of mouth works, how asking your clients, how did you find me? You know, that always sparks up a conversation because you get to see how other people see you and your content. Mm. And I know for me, I would ask a client like, oh, how did you, you know, find me? Because obviously there's so many other people doing what we do. 
but nobody is going to do it like you. And it's so important to remember that, like you said, knowing who you are and who you are, there is going to be something special about Cherie that's different than another stylist. There's going to be something different about LaShonda than another braider. And for any stylist that's just getting started, like know that it takes time know that you are special, you are unique, no matter how many other people you feel like are doing the same thing as you. And listen to what your clients say about you. You know, for me, they always say your your styles are so clean, you know, Mm -hmm. it's very professional, it's very easy to read your terms and conditions, it's easy to book an appointment with you. So, and I know you've touched on this plenty of times in your own podcast of like, in retail, they call it like a red thread. So, from the window of the store, it's a certain style or a certain look. As soon as you come in, that's on a mannequin. And then it's on like the fixtures around it. So when we think about our business, the first thing that your client is going to see is your work. They're going to see your social media. They're going to see how you talk to your clients. They're going to see how you answer emails, what your website looks like. So really over time, making sure that you're growing in that area of your customer service because it matters how you make other people feel from the time that they click onto your page. They should know, wow, okay, I'm going to go with her based off of your lighting, how clean your pictures (laughs) are. You don't have stuff in the background, clutter. Because I know a lot of stylists don't know that coming into it. Like that out the gate is setting you up Apart from so many other people, don't be afraid to pay for certain apps to make sure your your pictures are clean. Take a few seconds to remove the hair off the floor, clean the bases of your chair, you know, clean your mirror, make sure that the work that you are putting out is good quality. Because when you have good quality, then you can raise up them prices and not be stressing yourself out or stretching yourself thin. So again, all in all, remembering that it takes time that you are unique and put quality into every single thing that you do. Yes. Like you really just, you just gave (laughs) a very short, quick beauty sermon right there for new hairstylists about how to to build a business because quality is definitely quality over quantity. I know that's cliche, but it really is. If you're putting out quality content, quality work, people are going to come to you. They're going to be attracted to you. The people that God has meant for you, they're going to come to you. Definitely mm-hmm. going to come to you. That was really, yeah. really good. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm sure the new hairstyles that I, are listening are, <laughs> appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I think another thing too, when you talk about quality is you get quality clientele. And I think for a lot of new stylists, they're afraid of that. They're just like, how am I going to get someone to pay me this amount where I really feel like I'm worth this amount? But again, it's all the little tiny details that go into it that really makes up what your ideal client is looking for and the ideal client that you are looking for. And again, as you grow, as you elevate, as you change, as you continue to get more education and feel more confident in what you are doing, you're going to gain that client that is a woman who about her business, she's professional, she don't mind having a little quick conversation, you know, and not to X out other type of clientele. But again, you want to make sure that things are growing. You can see yourself progressing because if not, that's when I don't want to do this anymore starts to settle in. That's when I'm not getting paid enough. That's when I'm showing up late 
to my client's service because they're not paying me enough anyway. So again, it's all about a mindset, putting out that good quality and knowing that what you put out will be given back to you. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And like you said, it's a mindset and you should always be growing and evolving. And I know like when you don't have that mindset and when you really don't have that structure for your business, you're kind of just styling whoever is really willing to come, charging whatever they want to pay you. And eventually you end up burned out. It's a lot of things that can contribute to burnout, but those are major things that contribute to burnout and can make you burn out pretty quickly if you're not careful. So when you talk about mindset, I believe, and I'm sure you do too, that having that foundational relationship with God will help you to constantly renew your mind. There's scripture about renewing your mind and it helps me and I'm sure it helps you in business as well. What are some practices that you participate in or that you do to help you to constantly renew your mind? Like, do you, do you journal? Do you spend time, you know, in the morning with God? What is, what is your routine? Man, I honestly can say that I don't even know how I was doing here before I had a relationship with God, because I know we touched on this before. You have clients sitting in your chair. They got a lot going on, you know, Mm -hmm. depending on where they are in their life. But for me to get me prepared to go into my work day, number one thing is I'm spending time in prayer in the morning. I don't care if it's a minute. I don't care if it's five, 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever the spirit allows me to have for that day. Number one, first thing is prayer and prayer is just a conversation with God, acknowledging him, saying, thank you for waking me up this morning. You know, guide my steps. You know who this person is that's sitting in my chair today, God. You know the women that are going to come in and out the salon, not just my client, but the people I just interact with. You know, let me be love. Let me be positive. Let me be a light you know, in this salon today and just in in day to day as well. I do journal. I feel like that's a good practice to just kind of take some things off of your mind, because Mm -hmm. if we aren't remembering to submit that back to God at the end of our day, we can start to take on other people's issues and problems that we're not intended to fix. You know, we may be able to plant that seed of, hey, girl, I know you have this going on. This is what has helped me, but I'm not taking home what my client went through. I'm not taking home maybe someone being upset at how their service came out or or whatever it might be. So remembering to release that onto him again in prayer and journaling. Some things that I do throughout my work day is I always take a break in the middle of my braiding style. So I wait until I get to the middle of the head. I let my client know, hey, I'm going to go ahead and take a 15, 20 minute break. If you want to order something, you can. You can eat here. You can eat in your car, whatever you want to do. But I always make sure that I bring myself a lunch, something that is nutritious. I got some vegetables, some fruit, some things that are going to keep my mind clear and going to keep my energy up because. Mm -hmm. For braiders out there and hairstylists in general, we, again, you're standing on your feet all day. You are moving your hands in all different types of directions. You're grabbing products, you're washing, you're blow drying, you're braiding or styling. And it could be a lot, you know, it could be a lot. So making sure you're taking care of yourself, feeding yourself, taking a break just to rest your mind and reset. And I talk to God throughout that too. And 
getting good sleep at night, making sure I'm exercising. Because again, if you don't, your body can kind of stiffen up on you. And you want to make sure that you are in it for the long haul. You know, as long as God allows you to be in what you're doing and what you love, make sure you're taking care of yourself. You know, make sure your your relationships are good outside of other stylists and your clients. Make sure that your your home life is good too, because that's a way for you to kind of break away from the business, you know, to enjoy life. Make sure you got good friends in your life. Make sure you're listening to things and watching things that edify you and encourage you. And a lot of times I would keep an AirPod in my ear. I got a sermon going. I got a motivational message going, you know, something to keep me going, depending on maybe what the conversation is with my client. If she's quiet, I could be listening to something, you Mm -hmm. know, that's keeping me going throughout my day. So these are just some of the things that I u- utilize throughout my day to keep renewing my mind and keep me going throughout the service. So, yeah, that's that's good. Those are all really, really good self-care techniques, really, because it can mm-hmm. get discouraging. It can weigh you down the longer you're working behind the chair if you're not constantly renewing your mind and if you don't have a self-care routine. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yes. I want to know more about your membership because you have a membership in addition to your podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with your yep. membership, so I have... I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> with your... edit this out. <laughs> right. <laughs> with your membership, because even, even I would even speak for myself, we need to be in community with like-minded women, like-minded individuals. People who are moving up, growing, uh, spiritually inclined, like people who can keep us elevated because it can be hard, you know, like you said, being a hairstylist, not only physically, but mentally, emotionally. And we need to be in community with each other. So tell us about your membership, your community. So my membership is called the Reconstruct Her Community. It is housed on Facebook for right now. And it's really just a place where I get to connect with different women, get to hear their stories. Um, I go every Wednesday night, just all things that I feel that God has led me to talk about. It could be anything from, like you said before, self-care or reading a word or growing closer to God or how to implement some of those godly principles into your business. So again, this membership was birthed out of the podcast and getting women that would message me and say, hey, I too have went through what you shared on your podcast, or I would like to know more. So the membership is really just a place for, like you said, to have community, to have women that are looking to grow. They may not have that big sister or aunt or mom or cousin in their lives that can really speak to them from a place of love, a place of, girl, I've been there, I've done that, and this is how you can get out of it. So that that community is really that place where I get to speak into other women's lives and they get to speak to one another and really just hold each other accountable for their goals and how they want to grow as, as women of God. So it's been awesome so far and I look forward to it continuing to grow as we move forward. That's good. That's good. I, I love to hear it. I love to hear it. I love to hear about women lifting each other up and, you know, supporting each other. 
So how can we join your community? How can we become a part of Reconstructor? Well, you all can follow me on my Instagram page at LaShonda.Michelle. And if you click the link in my bio, I have links to the podcast, the community, as well as any coaching. Um, If ladies are looking to get one-on-one coaching from me, I really focus on life coaching, purposeful coaching, um, really what it looks like to step into your God-given purpose and Honestly, as a hairstylist, that is purposeful. You know, that is a ministry. You're helping mm-hmm. someone else with what you have, the gifts and the talents that God is giving you. So if women are out there looking for a coach that can just help guide them through, like you stated before, having that confidence to show up in their social media, in their business, in their lives, growing in their relationships, whether it be with God or with their family, with their friends, et cetera. And um, yeah, so you can click the link in my bio and get all of the details on how to join the community, listen to the podcast, as well as any coaching that you might want to receive from me. So, okay, cool. So I'm going to link everything that you just mentioned in the show notes and we will be following you. We will be joining your community and supporting you listening to the podcast. This was very, very good. Thank you for all of the gems you just shared with us. I appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Yes. Thank you so much, Cherie. This was awesome. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Savvy Stylist Podcast. If you've become more savvy as a result of this podcast, do me a favor. Take a moment to subscribe to the podcast. Go to Apple and leave a rating and review. Screenshot this episode and share it with your friends on social media. Don't forget to tag me so that I can personally thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you next week.